marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. All right, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the analysis. Thank you, Jordan, for picking us up there. I'm learning. Yes. Uh, so we are in Royal Oak, Michigan today. It is wedding week. My good buddy, Jordan Harris, who's on the Sci-Fi Episode podcast, his sister got married. And so it was his idea today to do an episode of the analysis where we talk about wedding movies. Yeah, our, our favorite oh, yes. topic. Yes, our favorite topic. So uh, we've expanded on request of the father of the bride who's with us today, Jim Harris, a.k.a. Western Trash. Uh, he is huge with, Harris. yes, huge, huge excuse Harris. me, Huge Harris, Jimmy H. Bomb, or Max Dudlift. <laughs> and uh, he's with us today. And Thomas Harris, his brother, uh, uncle of the bride, is with us as well. And he is our resident expert in classic movies and Civil War era Vintage photography. Yes, vintage photography. Exactly. So, podcast, so uh, yes, <laughs> we're going to try to stay on topic as much as we can. But he's uh, he's our, our throwback expert, we'll say. So and you know, uh, Hugh Harris is excited to be here because he actually put on a shirt with sleeves. Yes, exactly. We were really surprised to see his tux last night, or his his uh, his and his purple tux. Yeah, his purple tux. He made he, it look good. He, he did rock it. Sleeves off, so. nah. Exactly. And he didn't rip his pants like I did at the Whitney. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, a little nice little pants rip. But I digress and move forward. On the theme though it was romance, not just wedding. Yes, yes. That's we're going to you can yeah. so we were talking a little bit, correct, Huge Harris. We were talking a little bit about how sometimes you'll have a romance movie that has a wedding in it but isn't necessarily involved or isn't necessarily what you consider a wedding movie. And then sometimes there's a wedding movie that doesn't have a wedding in it. Correct. Or something. There's a wedding that has no romance in it. Yeah, there's no romance, right. exactly, but there's a wedding. Correct. Uh, so we, we've kind of, you know, we'll, we'll stay with the theme of wedding and romance and, and, and all that, but it's kind of wrapped in the may not be a wedding. We're, we're pushing the limits of what a wedding movie really is. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I know when I got the homework assignment of wedding movies, I was like, oh, okay, there's like five that came to mind. But then when I started to dig into it, I was like, there's a lot of, not only there's a not. Uh, a lot of wedding movies, but there's a lot of great wedding movies. Some of my favorite movies I realized are wedding movies or have weddings in them. Initially, I thought it was going to be rom-coms or something. Um, but yeah, as I started looking into it, there's, there's there's definitely some good movies out there that at least feature a wedding or are yeah. centered around a wedding, for sure. But yeah. the hangover, bridesmaids, sort of typical. Yeah, 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 so, exactly. Yeah. So uh, to get our uh, finger on the pulse of what America's favorite wedding movies are i took a few uh, top 10 lists from the internet first one was from entertainment tonight which is a show that i know we all watch regularly yeah. correct just top-notch journalism yes exactly <laughs> so their list is pop culture it's uh, the wedding planner which is the j-lo 2001 movie 27 dresses which is gross uh, the wedding singer which i would Definitely want to talk go about through Catherine Heigl's filmography, and we can do a podcast on wedding just, movies just based on that. Uh, but number three, or excuse me, number seven six five was Wedding Singer, which I really enjoyed yesterday during the cake ceremony, the cake cutting. They played the song from Wedding Singer with "I'll Let You Hold the Remote Control" and the the song at the end when he when he wins Drew Barrymore. And so I, I really enjoyed that. It made me feel like we were doing some analysis right there at the reception. Yeah. So uh, and then um, number uh, the one after Wedding Singer, I think number four then would be My Best Friend's Wedding. 
and then Bridesmaids, of course, Wedding Crashers, and My Big Fat Greek Wedding came in at number one for Entertainment Tonight. And then the best reviewed movies on Rotten Tomato that have to do with weddings is... It's a little bit better metric. Yes, exactly. Quality movies. So from 10 to 1 is Rachel Getting Married, which is a drama, which if you're happy, I don't suggest watching. Uh, Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. She actually got nominated for it. And the she accidentally was high and killed the younger brother of the family, and she's kind of returning as a black sheep to her sister's wedding, and you know having a lot of psychological breakdowns and ruining everyone's fun time. So that's kind of what that movie's about. Uh, a little light entertainment. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um, but it's still a wedding movie, and on this list, then there's Royal Wedding from 1951. Don't know that one, huh? Our resident, our throwback. You have. Fred Astaire? Fred, oh, I think you might be correct. Right. There wow. we go. So Fred Someone Astaire. Who was came up with that one. <laughs> uh, who is it? Aunt, Aunt Doris. Doris. Aunt Doris, one of our audience members. Thank you. Coming in strong. <laughs> then there's uh, Bridesmaids, uh, Father of the Bride, the 1950s version with oh. um, uh, Spencer Tracy, Spencer Tracy and uh, some others. <laughs> and then, uh, no longer with us. The Wedding Banquet. 1960, or excuse me, 1993, which was an Ang Lee Chinese movie. Mm-hmm. So, then there's Monsoon Wedding, which is 2002. It's a Bollywood movie. Quiet Man. John Ford. John Ford. Oh. Uh, Aunt Doris coming in strong from the wings. But yeah, the 1950s was the golden age of wedding movies there. So uh, glad that we have some, some throwback experts on with us. Then... Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is a movie that I really love, uh, written uh, by the same guy who wrote and directed the movie Love Actually, my, one of my oh, favorite Christmas okay. movies. So he wrote Four Weddings and a Funeral, and that's uh, old, old Bumbley Hugh Grant and uh, Andy McDowell, and there's Four Weddings. <laughs> Not a big Hugh Grant fan? No, you don't want to cut it up about I Hugh I try Grant? to avoid all Hugh Grant movies. Why? He, he doesn't. He doesn't deadlift enough for you. There's not enough. Well, just, uh, not was in Lair of the White Worm. Don't know that one. Uh, Ken yeah. Russell, lot mm. of fun. Uh, I just want to say I predict this. I knew as soon as you mentioned <laughs> Hugh Grant that he was going to have something oh, to say yeah. about it. He hates Hugh Grant. I do not like him. Just but everyone has different likes. Okay, so. fair enough. Yeah, I think hey. he was dating Brad Pitt or something, and they broke up, and he's upset. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. So uh, four weddings and a funeral came in at number three. Princess Bride. Which should be on everybody's list. Came in at number two, and then that is the uh, classic for the uh, what thirty-five and under group, maybe thirty oh. and under. The most famous marriage line of all time: "Marriage, what is marriage?" <laughs> comes from Princess Bride. It's probably one of the most quotable movies ever in the yeah. history of quoting. Not that uh, familiar with that one either. That, You're that not familiar with Princess really Bride because no. we grew up. I don't know movie. Soupy Sales, and you guys jump all over yeah. me, but you don't know Princess Bride. Princess okay. Bride, I watched American Princess Bride person. on VHS like more days than not when I was a oh. kid. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Princess Bride, absolute number, classic. Number right, number then number one? one is Philadelphia Story, the Cary Grant, Catherine oh. Hepburn, okay. Jimmy Stewart icons titans and i saw this list i actually watched it yesterday before i went to the wedding and it's uh, pretty enjoyable everyone's kind of i was saying everyone in the 50s kind of talks like this and so everyone's dialogue is kind of back and forth like this and it doesn't really seem very realistic but oh, it was still that's a very good audrey hepburn no, that was jimmy Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. that was yeah, jimmy stewart i was doing 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was that was her. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. More. No, that's. I don't know what that was. Oh, well, I want to talk to you about going down the street. And anyway, whatever. Um, it's, <laughs> so, uh, but I I really enjoyed it, and it's um had to do with kind of a newspaper scandal, and and you know Catherine Hepburn and this in this wedding and it, it deals a little bit with with um class issues and you know is it okay for me to marry you know lower class or i'll marry any class i don't care I just you know i got the, i got my eye on this class and so anyway uh it was, it was there were some jokes there that made me snicker like kind of through the nose like a not like a ha but like a one of those so i, I kind of had a couple of those laughs but well, again a reaction for yeah me, I, I always appreciate the classics but i always have a hard time getting around to like sitting down and watching them when i have to like go through and pick like oh what do i want to watch tonight it's like yeah but once you start one it's always great it's usually great whenever we talk we start talking about movies and you always say have you seen the 1940s something and i said i've never even heard of it oh no. my god yeah and so you it should always... be part of your education to know the history of, of American film. I, I agree. totally understand that. Yeah, I totally agree. And when we and that's something I try to keep a mind on when, especially now that we're doing a movie podcast or we're talking something like this and you see so many movies from the 50s or the 60s that pop up and you're like, I should really, if I'm going to be talking about this, do my research. So know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a reference level wider than 1995 and above. But just yeah, to be talking back like 70 years. I mean, it's, it's not yeah, it's, like we're going back to ancient Greece. Okay? Yeah, exactly. But just... To be clear, as a prerequisite, you don't have to know what you're talking about to be on the show. Yes, correct, <laughs> correct, 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 correct. Uh, and so then, finally, the top ten box office, uh, just box office gross from ten to one, is Wedding Singer, Father of the Bride. Uh, that's the um, not the Spencer. This is oh, this is total Steve box Martin. office dollar. So this is the oh, Steve is Martin movie, American Wedding, which is an American Pie sequel. Uh, My Best Friend's Wedding, Sweet Home Alabama, Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Um, then Runaway Bride, which again is Julia Roberts. She won't leave us alone. Bridesmaids, <laughs> Wedding Crashers, and number one is my best friend or my my, my big fat Greek wedding at two hundred and forty one million four hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars. Total movies. box no. office gross. Yeah, it should be able to inflation adjust those dollars for talking about movies from the thirties. Yeah, and 40s yeah. And 50s. yeah. Spencer Tracy's not getting enough love today. He's yeah. not. So, anyway, those are the top ten. So, with that said, now we know America's choices, either at with our with our our U.S. dollar at the ticket office or in a rating. What are some of your guys' favorite wedding movies? Jordan, we'll start with you. Well, for me, when we started uh, trying to come up with an idea and what to do the podcast on, and we started discussing wedding movies, the first thing that pops into my head is Wedding Crashers. That movie, of course. I can't remember when did it were we in high school or college when it came yeah. out but it was just when it came out it was the funniest thing in the world Will Ferrell was at a point where he could 2005. do no wrong so, so it was we the year just after graduated we graduated yeah. yeah so the Will cast Will Ferrell was killing it he could do no wrong at the time and it was just the funniest thing I, I challenge seen. you to name me a better cast you've got from the top you've got Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson and this is kind of they were they were already names but this kind of where they cemented them in terms of a comedy career that would last about five years before both of them blew it. Uh, and at, then, like at that point, it was like, 
oh, Vince Vaughn is a comedian. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. yeah, because he was that, doing he dramas, was doing serious movies. Yeah, I, I encourage you guys to go watch a movie called Return to Paradise with Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah, it's a good. it's an awesome movie with him and a young Joaquin Phoenix. But anyway, wait, isn't that when they're like selling drugs in Thailand or yes, something? Yes, they're they not. Caught, yeah. They get caught with drugs yeah. in Thailand. It's a Thailand drug movie, not on topic. So we're gonna move on. But <laughs> okay. then you've got Chris Walken. You've got Rachel McAdams. You've got um, Bradley Cooper's in there. Brad Cooper he's as like the jerky his, boyfriend. Yeah, he's like a huge asshole. Yeah, man. yeah. It's one of the uh, first times I've ever seen him. Isla Fisher, who yeah. is is still coming on, but she's she was really funny in it. Great cast, great comedy. Crab cakes and football. Yeah, it's again talking about quotable movies. Yeah. All these movies are I, I quote these stuff all the time. Lock it up. You got uh, you know erroneous, erroneous on all accounts. Anything Will Ferrell says in the movie is. Yeah, he cool. comes yeah. in and he has a, a a few minutes on screen and he's just yeah the funniest. It's thing. so that's definitely and it's all about weddings. Yeah, so that like literally the, like, the entire that, they're in a tuxedo for half the movie. Yeah, wedding crashers. Wedding crashers. It and, became cool to uh, want to do that. Yeah, I never, never did. did. No. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure one of our idiot friends has. So you were gonna do wedding crashers. So wedding crashers is where it sort of starts and ends with me, but actually, uh. I don't know if I want to talk first because I'm gonna be a total buzzkill here. Just you're you're already up because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll put on my uh, my hat of despair and pull up my pants of depression. <laughs> and uh, well, I was trying to think of something that was a little bit different from like the classic comedies or rom com and something I didn't see on the list. So Blue Valentine is a really great movie, um, and I'm pretty sure the point of that movie is just to make you cry mm-hmm. and question your life and existence and everything you've done and it does a it does a really good job of that um it's one of these movies that's filmed in a way where you kind of go back and forth between two different time periods um so it's it's uh i can't even uh, it's michelle williams and ryan gosling yeah and you're you're watching this movie and you see them when they first get together um Leading up to the point where they're married, so there is technically a wedding in this. Yeah, movie. but it's not a. It's by. It is a frillless wedding. They very much meet at a courthouse and just get it done quickly. He's actually commenting in this scene about how quick he wants to move it along. Yeah. Like I'm just like, let's go, let's go. I want to get this done so she doesn't walk away from me right now. Yeah, uh, they actually get dressed up and go to the courthouse and then have like a legal wedding. Not, yeah, yeah, there's no there's no reception or ceremony or anything no, no. like that. And it's just the two of them. So it technically has a wedding. That's why I think uh, it fits the qualifies. Uh, it qualifies for yeah. the, for the podcast. But a um, movie that you really enjoy. It's, it's but it's a great movie. So yeah, you see them when they first get together, leading up to when they're married, and then also five or ten years down the road, where Ryan Gosling has lost a lot of his hair and become a yeah. They really made him. Drunk they really him. made him look pretty gross for it. And he's got a handlebar mustache, and he's he's got overall he got paint all over them overalls, and he's yeah, not, he wears the same shirt every day. Yeah. yeah, but I think this movie kind of and it's it was directed by Derek Cien France, and it's was his first kind of movie. He also did Beyond the Pines with with Gosling with Gosling yeah. again in it, and he said that he wrote this, and a lot of it he he struggled with with conversations that he had with his wife because he was really contemplating whether or not he should be directing as a profession and there's a conversation that kind of really stems from that what do I mean why don't I, I do know. something I mean, isn't there something you wanted to do isn't there something you want to do like what I don't know you're so good at so many things you could do anything you wanted to do you're good at everything that you do isn't there something else you want to do then what to be your husband to be Frankie's dad 
What do you want me to do? You have so many talents. You can draw, you can paint, you can play music. And he's like, why do I have to make money doing those things? Why can't I be a house painter and it not be glamorous, but I be a good father to you and a provider? And like, why can't that be my purpose instead of like, why do I have to make money doing these things? And he really battled that as a director. And yeah. so they really let Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling improvise a lot. And they spent almost a whole year together as kind of a faux couple developing those characters and it shows in the drama for sure there's definitely some scenes where like especially when they're younger it's like really charming and it puts a smile on your face and you really feel like the love between these two and then in the later years you there's some scenes that are hard to watch because of how sad and depressing they are and the movie just does such a great job of making it feel real and so i know for at least at least some of us here we're in loving committed relationships we just went to a wedding last night it was beautiful but then you watch this movie and you start to think like oh man like is this is this what it's like down the road or is this like you, you sort of relate to it even though i'm not in a very relatable position to that movie if that makes sense yeah and there's there's moments where even though michelle williams is doing things that you might think are detrimental to the relationship you're still kind of understanding because she's out of a place of happiness both of them are coming yeah. from and they're they do a really nice job not making one person right or wrong right. it's just kind of like this is what it is yeah so. it's 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 a beautiful movie it's super sad but yeah um I really shouldn't have let off because I also I knew you were hesitant. going to. I shouldn't have let off with you. But yeah. hey, Jim Harris, get us yeah. back. So, yeah, that's for me yeah. too. It's always I, check I, it out the, for the sure, but not the day after a wedding. Yeah. Stick with me. I'm gonna throw out three, uh, none of which are on those top ten lists. Rule breaker. Well, uh, they're all relatable to weddings or relationships. And the first one that I that came to mind, which I'm surprised isn't on that list, is The Graduate. Uh, I, I, I did very... see the graduate on the other list, and it does maybe, maybe the wedding. The wedding in the movie, I, it's, we don't need to it's explain the, end the, of the plot. Movie, it's the whole movie, and it ends with a real dramatic wedding scene with a very young Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, the the stakes are completely created because of the wedding, which is yeah, common in a romance movie. But you know, the the, the the you know the woman that I love is getting married to the wrong man. That is the crescendo. Well, yeah, she, the family wasn't going to let him be involved with the woman that he loved. And he just crashes at the wedding, and they run out of there mm-hmm. uh, without wrecking the movie for anybody who. At this point, we could spoil the, the graduate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's yeah, uh, but uh, you probably didn't realize that Dustin Hoffman graduated from Western Michigan University. Did you? Oh, did you know that, that is so incorrect. <laughs> Western is. Strange. I will back off from that. that was, Central that was Michigan University. We do have a great Emmy Award-winning actor by the name of Jeff I, Daniels. I knew who, that was coming. But yes, uh, um, Western. You guys have Tim Allen, the cokehead that's on his sixth uh, sitcom, failing right. sitcom on ABC. Very, Tim very Allen was great in Galaxy Quest. There we go. Oh, oh that, that was his. Classic. That was what he wanted to talk about in the sci-fi. I asked oh, him. Oh, Galaxy he was in Quest. Town, before the sci-fi pa- podcast yeah. and Galaxy Quest was his. Uh, well, let's his take choice. that. Let's take that time machine back to uh, May and and throw Galaxy <laughs> Quest right, in there. Well, let's get off the Western Central thing. That was oh, yes, yes, inappropriate, right. I guess. We'll just edit it out. Uh, but Moonstruck okay. is my other favorite. Uh, there is no wedding, but it is about getting married. Uh, Nicholas Cage and Cher, who won the Academy Award for that for Best Actress. So you guys brought this up to me yesterday. It's Nicolas Friday. Cage at his most like lunaticy too. Like there's just... a couple great scenes with Nicolas. So Cage. can you explain to us your favorite scene from Moonstruck? 
Uh, Moonstruck. Well, first of all, the graduate, my favorite scene is the wedding when he crashes the wedding at the end and they end up on the bus. Very so, sad. so me and you actually Moonstruck. have a, a differing opinion on that because you thought oh. that the, the graduate, by the way, directed by Mike Nichols, who is genius. Okay. Um, and in a couple of his movies, because he also did The Birdcage, which is kind of a wedding movie because oh, the... The birdcage has the, you know, the whole thing is that the two kids want to get married and it, all that's okay. going around with but the, the senator. What was your feeling on The Graduate? But anyway, sorry, The Graduate, Mike Nichols, uh, he, the, it's a depressing ending. I, I saw it as a part of my film class and at the very end of the movie, there's the, you know, the, all the, um, that's going on and they're so happy and they're on the bus and they, they look back and they're laughing at kind of what they've left behind in the rear view mirror. And then the uh, sound of silence starts playing, and it's kind of the de- that's kind Greatest of like the, soundtrack ever. the anthem of Benjamin's depression is the sound of silence. And then they both look forward, and the smiles erase from their face, and they just kind of sit, and they're like, "Oh, huh. now what?" Well, and I it's kind of a sad. So happy and satisfied that they can now be together. A lot of people think that it's a depressing ending because now they've realized, oh, we still I, have to live life, and oh man, we I don't. They were so happy. He we crashed just, the wedding. They're with who they want to be with. Go watch it again and see if you with that with that angle, if you, if it kind of changes your perception. Because obviously, it was the mother didn't want them to be together. Yeah. So so she, they did this, and it was very rebellious and exciting, and they have you know all oh, of the man. all to of me, the adrenaline like from so it. So happy they did. You know, Dustin Hoffman accomplishes what he wanted. She goes, she runs out of the wedding, she's with him. They get on the bus and they're like, We are so happy we did this. But how oh. how depressing how depressing with the veil of oh now life is going to still crush us. Like how much more depressing. Oh, man. I, I'm thinking life is gonna them, be good now. But, but at least it, we now it's time to face reality. Yeah, now it's reality time. Exactly, right. exactly time. Right. But saying crush us puts a yeah. little bit of a negative. I probably am a little, that. you know, too much. Interesting. Into, okay, uh, and then Moonstruck. Pessimistic. It's, uh, Moonstruck. Again, it's a couple that probably shouldn't be together, and they end up with the right people at the end. Um, now, what's this bit about the, the kitchen knife? So, I didn't even know about Moonstruck. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. This whole, we started talking about Moonstruck a little while ago because he brought it up after I showed him the... Nicholas Cage loses his shit YouTube video, which is the which greatest is, YouTube video of all time. Yeah. Go watch but it right now. This one was not in there. And then he goes, "Well, have you ever seen?" I'm surprised to not see this scene from Moonstruck. I said, well, "What's Moonstruck?" He says, "This is a Nicholas Cage movie. You never heard of it?" I said, yeah. "No." I said, "Well, he loses his shit for sure in that movie." <laughs> and so we get on YouTube and start watching clips of it, and it's sure enough, it's Nicholas Cage doing his finest. What does act. he do? Sheer comes to see him, who is. Her fiance's brother to see if he'll come to the wedding. He's a bread they had a maker falling or out. something, right? Yeah, he's a baker. Baker. And he, so he it's a bread maker. His, his hand got chopped off in the bread slicing machine. So, so he, he's a handless Nicholas Cage. In the movie. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. So he's upset that his brother Johnny's getting married, and she says, "Why?" He goes, "I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. You want me to take my heart?" Chrissy, get the big knife. I'm going to slip my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's... And, and that's the crazy... Nicholas and a little story. background. My beautiful fiance is Chrissy. Right. Who, so when we're watching this scene, really she's got a knife, knife in her hand. Now, yeah. she, <laughs> now she has to uh, listen to us yelling, Chrissy, get, get the, the big, big knife! <laughs> it's like a Harris... Every, it's a quote. Every time. Oh, yeah. 
Great. I just want to slip my throat. So I gotta we're, put we're that sort of list. afraid of Chrissy now. Yeah. yeah. She's got Fair the big knife. It's like psycho. Yeah. She can't be in the kitchen without yeah, really. that. Get her out. Yeah, don't close your uh, eyes. To finish up so I don't take up too much time, my oh, favorite fine. relationship movie of all time is The Bridges of Madison County. Which I'm surprised you haven't seen, and yeah, again, I don't think I'm ashamed. Yeah. I actually sort of would not go and see that movie because it's Clint Eastwood playing a very romantic lead, and I just with didn't his pants see, all the way up to his nipples. I just, <laughs> I just didn't see how he could pull that off, uh, and he does. He did, and then Meryl Streep is not really cast properly in that either. But she is amazing in the one scene where he's not married she is married to like a farmer guy and they meet because he's out of town they fall in in love over the course of like four or five days and then the husband comes but she has to decide to go to him or stay with the, the farmer guy and there's a scene in a truck where she's debating to make this decision and Meryl Streep is just it's so powerful that scene it makes okay. the whole movie right, yeah for sure yeah so and, it was directed the, by Clint Eastwood as well and oh, written by the same guy oh, yeah, who yeah. who did um, he's done a bunch of stuff here P.S. I Love You Water for Element Water for Elephants uh, this Horse okay. Whisperer um, <laughs> I mean these are adapted screenplays yeah. in Bridges so of Madison County the movie though starts when she has died and she leaves all um, these like a memory box and notes of this whole relationship for her kids Okay. So, and then they read it to each other, and they're finding out about it for the first time. And without wrecking the movie, I mean, is it... That's fine. Yeah. It's 1995. Yeah. A rule we have is 10 years. If it's yeah. if it's older than 10 years, if you haven't seen it by now, that's okay, your own so damn fault. so she does not... She stays with the, the farmer, who's the father of the kids, and spends a life just wishing they were together. Okay. And, yeah, so it's a it's a... Great, great movie. And Meryl Streep is fantastic in oh, everything she does. So. She yeah. is just amazing. The greatest, the goat, the greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. And I'll just leave you with one last wedding scene that everyone should love, and that's Kill Bill 2, the wedding scene at the beginning. Hey, man. It shoots up the whole wedding party. Yeah. Gotta love that. <laughs> Bill, it's your baby. All right. So, and, moving on to... So, all right, uh, you know, speaking of Michelle Williams, there's a small film... She loves to make you cry, by the way. I'm pretty sure she's dedicated she's her head. career to making you sad. There's a small film, 2011, called Take This Waltz. Not so much a marriage movie, but it's about romance. She's very good in it. Does that have uh, Seth Rogen in it? Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Directed by Sarah Polly, who's a great actress and a director okay. and a Canadian. She did something, uh, Sarah Polly did, The Weight of Water, which is a great film with Sean Penn. Uh, takes place in two different periods. But I digress. Mm-hmm. So my choice for a wedding relationship movie, I like The Best Years of Our Lives. Academy Award winning film of 1946, Best Picture, directed by William Wyler, Frederick March, Myrna Loy, Dana Andrews. That came out when you were a teenager, right? Yeah. <laughs> before my time. Before my time. And the great uh, popular songwriter and pianist, Hoagie Carmichael, is in it. That's Teresa Wright. Hoagie Carmichael, that's my guy. Hoagie Carmichael. Leonardo DiCaprio, then Hoagie. Hoagie, he was, he was great. He's also in What to Have and Have Not, a Bogart film. Huh. Um, Teresa Wright, who's in several uh, Hitchcocks, or at least one Hitchcock movie, maybe two. Uh, but it's a great film. 
long. It's about uh, World War II soldiers coming back. So it, it came out a year after the war ended and how they readjust to life and their relationships after having been at war. Oh. It's heartbreaking, touching, wonderful film, beautiful wedding scene at the end. Great. Mm-hmm. Is it is the runtime under four hours? Under four hours. That's yeah. a sell then. You just sold me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would give it a try. Is the film in color or black and white? Black and white. <laughs> right. So is black and white. As yeah. as Aunt Doris will say, so is um, the Philadelphia story. Yeah. So black and right. white. But it's good. You know, don't ever watch a colorized version. It's like looking at an Easter egg. Oh, that's Ted Turner's well, uh, I'm Ted not Turner, criticizing yeah. the black and white just to be clear. I was yeah, just yeah, okay. clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Black and white. You know, I always find color a distraction. Like, you know, in a vintage photograph, color, you see color. But when you're looking at black and white, you see tone and composition and more detail, I think. Oh. Well, there, there's sometimes, I mean, did you, did you, I'm assuming you seem like a big fan of, did you see The Artist? Do you appreciate that one? That was the, the silent oh, movie with yeah, the black like and that. white. That yeah, they, um, that won uh, Best Picture, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, they won yeah. Best Picture. And I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. It would have yeah. been the first silent movie since the 20s to win, but at the very end, John Goodman has a line that's like, You're cast! Oh, and so, so like, they qualify. ruined it. Like, technically, yeah. wasn't a silent yeah, film. That was a good film. Um, I saw that in like one of the old theaters here, too. Like, I didn't go see oh, that in like, cool. the new made sure to go see it in like one of the old like, classic theaters. Yeah, but there's still yeah. a few directors that'll use black and white as, as a style. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate that comment you well, just said. I remember Jim, recently we were talking, he brought up another romantic film, black and white, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh yeah, Bride of <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Which is they build, comedy, they build right? Frankenstein No, it's a not a comedy. No, Young Frankenstein is what uh, you're thinking okay. of. But, yeah. Uh, no, they, they built... <clears throat> A horror for Frankenstein because he needed a companion is what they did. And this a is not girlfriend. a comedy. This is a, a girlfriend, movie. yeah. She was hideous. So. <laughs> uh, and she rejected him. Here we go. Oh, that's but, right. But that is Karloff as the monster. He's only he only does it I think three times. The original one, Bride and Son of maybe I'm not sure. Uh-huh. And then well, uh, I think it was nephew of Frankenstein. <laughs> because <laughs> because it has to be brought up. Has Leo done a wedding movie? No. Well. I don't even wow. has he ever even really romance. been there's revolutionary oh, Titanic Ro- is romance yeah, Titanic right. but they don't get married they don't make no. it to the wedding well, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a big almost romantic. every yeah he hasn't ever she done she rejected her fiance so that's, that's true to relate there is a wedding the 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 dark cloud of a wedding is yeah. is over there right. uh, my favorite wedding movie uh, is from my childhood and again completely quotable is a Mike Myers movie uh, so I married an axe murderer. <laughs> if you guys have seen this one, it is it's and it, and speaking of great casts, it's Mike Myers and then it's really the supporting cast. Alan Arkin is Mike Myers' best friend's police chief, and he's he's a really nice, soft spoken guy. And the guy kind of wants this. He wants the like the cliche of the angry police cop, so he's always trying to like coach him up to be angrier. Charles Grogan's in it. Phil Hartman has one of the best cameos. Ever as huh. um, as the Alcatraz guard or Alcatraz tour guide named Vicky. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. And he has this line where he he tells people. Now this is something the other tour guides won't tell you. In this particular cell block, Machine Gun Kelly had what we call in the prison system a bitch. And one night, in a jealous rage, Kelly took a makeshift knife for Shiv and cut out the bitch's eyes. And as if this wasn't enough retribution for Kelly, 
The next day, he and four other inmates took turns pissing into the bitch's ocular cavities. This way to the cafeteria. They, uh, it's, it's Mike Myers is a constant paranoid. He's, he dumps all of his girlfriends. He finds like the smallest imperfection with them and he dumps them. And so he finally meets like a really nice girl who's a butcher um, down the street. And he, he says, you know what? I'm not going to freak myself out. I'm just going to go with it and like enjoy my time with this girl. And the more you go along with the story, the more likely it is that she is an axe murderer who's killed all of her, all of her husbands on their wedding night. And so there's a really great bit at, or there's a really great scene at the end because they're kind of shut up uh, on their, uh, in their honeymoon suite and, you know, chaos is breaking loose and it's Mike Myers and it's very, you know, he's got his, he's got his uh, catchphrases and his lines. It's very funny. Hello. That's early Mike Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. he, he plays I've seen bits and pieces of that. Never from the beginning. He also now. plays his Scottish. father in that who's Scottish. It's the first time you ever heard Mike Myers do a Scottish voice. Cause obviously we've heard him do it in Shrek about nine times, but oh. uh, he plays his father and it's like, heed people. No, move that melon of yours and get the paper. If you can Pulling that gargantuan cranium about. I'm not kidding. That boy's head's like Sputnik. And he's got so many great lines as his father as well as himself. And really funny movie. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. How about one point? You know, we, we haven't talked about Woody Allen at all. I was oh, thinking yeah. Because he's what all, about, all about relationships. Manhattan. Especially with his own daughter. <laughs> what about, yeah. what's well, the movie, what's the Thanksgiving movie? Like, it's Hannah and her sisters? Hannah and her sisters. Yeah, Manhattan is... Beautiful film. Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Relationships. There's, yeah, relationships, no. not necessarily marriage. Right. Um, him and his. And him his Woody Allen usually failed relationships because of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> normally he's the downfall. He, he was such an eccentric. Yeah. All right. Person. One thing I've really enjoyed about this podcast is a bunch of movies came up that I haven't seen that. Now I have a reason to look them up. That's yeah, why we're here. In the That's, That's why, why we're here, really, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. That's why so many people listen to us. That's why yeah. this thing is going to be huge. Huge. Just like me. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like huge yeah. Harris. All right, so a little bit of trivia before we get home, guys. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to read you guys some taglines. We're going to do taglines today. So I'm going to read you the tagline of the movie, Bring and you tell on. me what the movie is, okay? He's going to party like it's 1985. Prince He's gonna party like it's 1985. I have no idea. Huh. I see why your last one nobody did too well. No. <laughs> All right. Anyone have a guess? Anyone? These, the these are wedding movies, right? Yeah. The oh. wedding singer. Wedding singer. Oh god. Uh, All right. Zondi got it one. at the end there. Yeah. She knew it. She was just being shy. Okay. <laughs> the next one. Love is wonderful until it happens to your only daughter. Father of the bride. bride. Father of the bride. There you go. I don't know. It's a tie. Yeah. So we'll have to split the free gift or the gift that we got. Nobody, baby, but you and me. Oh, I said that last week. But... <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> baby, but you and me. Nobody, baby, but you and me. Line. That's that's Thomas's line. No, it sounds like a Mike Myers line. It is not. So I married an axe murder. If that's where okay. you're going. Nobody, baby, but you and me. Anybody have a guess? That's Blue Valentine. Oh, what? Nobody, oh, baby, but right? you and me. It's their song. You and me. The one he's playing on the little ukulele. No, thing? remember he has the little CD that they play. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's a great scene though when he's playing the ukulele and she's dancing for him. 
Is that a, I don't even know if it's a ukulele or whatever he's playing. It's All just right. Some uh, and then the last game we like to play is a game called Last Man Standing, which we pick an actor, and we just go around in a circle with and our and our audience can play, and we all try to name movies of that actor. When you can't think of one, you're out, and we just keep going around until we have named them all. So we were talking a lot about Nick Cage today. Let's just go with Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. He's got the most forgettable movies ever. Yeah, there's a, and there's a lot of them. So, Nicholas Cage movies. Antoris, would you like to play too? Uh, Nicholas Cage, I don't think that's You can try. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with you so you can at least lead us, lead us off. Uh, Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's the one good movie. Nice Coen Brothers. Yeah, the one good movie he's done. Pass. Caitlin's out. Oh. <laughs> Instantly done. Conair. Conair, I'm oh, gonna. A masterpiece. I'm gonna go with The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Uh, no, it's oh, in order. Over here. Uh, how about uh, we'll just say Moonstruck. Oh, Moonstruck. That was, and not just... <laughs> that was um, the easy one. Uh, one Nick Cage movie. It's the um. The treasure thing. That yeah, I need full title. Can't yeah. just have treasure um, thing. <laughs> Though there has been a few of those Treasure <laughs> There might be a movie called Treasure Things. <laughs> that movie opened in Japan last uh, week. Nothing else. Time yeah. off. Uh, Jim's out. out. Can't come back. Joe. Joe oh, yeah, there's yeah, a movie yeah. called Joe. It's a kind of an indie film. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. That's actually film? supposed to be pretty Very good. good. Yeah. Aunt Doris? Okay, I gotta find another one for yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. one. Yeah. Aunt Doris is out. Anna Chrissy. The Weatherman. The weather yeah. Wait, Hugh Harris was... Oh, it's, a, it's you? No? I'm Face Off. Face Off? Face Off. Yeah, that's oh, a... Just that's a ridiculous a concept of a movie, but... Uh, the one Hugh Harris was looking for was National Treasure. There National you go. There National Treasure. Go. Chrissy? Pass. Chrissy's out. Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, Wicker yeah. Man, which is what half of Nicolas oh. Cage losing his shit is from. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not the bees! <laughs> Well, I was going to say Wickerman. Uh, oh, you were? <laughs> I don't think I have another one. Thomas, okay. you're done? Uh, for right now, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, in oh, What the hell was it called? Not Inside Man. Um, Matchstick Man. That was a good movie, actually. He was, was good in that. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, another fantastic Nick Cage movie, Adaptation. Oh, that is actually oh, a really oh, good movie. He was nominated for that. Yeah, that was really good. Charlie Kaufman, I think, wrote it. Yeah, Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bow out. Yeah. I don't have I don't have one off the top of my head, and I don't want to sit here sputtering. Plus, adaptation is a good way to go yeah. out. Yeah. So, hey, I think we did Nick Cage justice today, yeah. everybody. He's been in about 200 more movies. Yeah, yeah. Like Ghost oh yeah, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah. That was actually my next one. That was yeah. a horrible right. movie. Big winner today, Jordan. Congratulations. What's what's he win for? He gets invited back. back. He gets to, to choose podcast. another topic. It's like Survivor podcast. There you go. If you really good prizes. So, so we are wrapping it up here from Royal Oak. Congratulations to Anthony and Taylor Cellini. Thank you so much to Jordan Harris, Jim Harris, and Thomas Harris, and our audience, Aunt Doris, Kaylin, and Chrissy. And thanks for listening, audience. And goes to the host. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Bob. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.